With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and here with you. And I know if you listened to my first show yesterday, yesterday was the debut episode of Let's Ride. It was that the title of it was is about the wait's almost over. I hope you listen to that. And on that show, I, I explained how I would be doing the show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You're listening to this. It's Tuesday. You might be thinking, what in the world has Jeff done? I mean, he was gone for a couple months, but my goodness, he's off his rocker. He doesn't even know what day it is. He's recording and publishing his podcast on the wrong day. That's not the case, folks. We said we were going to do a soft launch with our podcast platform, and we were going to debut some of these Monday shows, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, morning shows, I should say. There you go. I decided I was talking with Dave Schofield and Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer, and I said, you know what, guys? I feel like I should do the show every day this week. Get the fans used to and accustomed to getting one of these studio type shows every morning so that they get into the habit of waking up. It's waiting for them. And then around noon, they get the other podcasts in the afternoon. Let's get them used to it. And if I, I we take Tuesday and Thursday off, I feel like some listeners are going to kind of they're going to get out of sync. And so this week you got me Monday through Friday. Some of you might be in your car saying, yes, fist pumping. You're on the treadmill. You're getting jacked up because you enjoy my work. Some of you might be like, whoop, changing the channel now. 
In which case, I apologize if you're one of the latter. Ultimately, though, we hope to bring you the best Steelers content possible. And this is only on our audio platforms. We have a lot of people that watch on YouTube, and that's a great avenue, a great forum for us. But we, we are expanding our audio platform. So wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, you name it, Google Play, iTunes, obviously, make sure you subscribe and follow us. It's really, really important. And if you listen to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating if you like the content. Give us a quality comment as well. Because if you do that, it helps us with the exposure. And, then, and you know, if you subscribe to the show or if you follow on Spotify, you do all of that, th- all, all those things, all that stuff, it's going to help us. It's going to help you never miss a show. So if you want to hear the, the complete breakdown of, of what our shows are going to look like uh, next week, it's going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Let's ride with me, Jeff Hartman, in your ear early in the morning. Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday is going to be Dave Schofield with the Stat Geek. You're talking about nothing but numbers for 25 to 30 minutes. Some people might hate it. I love it. I think that looking at stats, stats never change. Stats are undeniable. Stats are undebatable. And so he's going to break that down. And then I think it's on Thursday. And I might have these days wrong. And if I do, I apologize. Is going to be Brian Anthony Davis and Tony Defio with the Steelers retro show where they're going to talk about games from years past. Maybe they'll talk about back in the seventies. Maybe they'll talk about some games in the, in the eighties that were forgotten. That's almost like a forgotten era of Steelers football. You had the legendary seventies. The eighties are kind of forgotten. The nineties, there was that, you know, reincarnation with Blitzburg and Bill Cowher coming in as the coach. It's all going to be in the morning right there for you. And then obviously our afternoon shows, are as follows. You know, you have Monday, the Steelers Q&A, which will be the Steelers Hangover. Tuesdays, you'll have the Scobro Show, formerly known as the Steelers Stat Geek, but the Scobro Show, that's Dave Schofield and Big Brother Rich Schofield, the Scobro Show. That's going to be exciting. They're not going to be hindered by just talking about numbers. It's going to be a really good Steelers show. Wednesday, formerly the date for this, the standard is the standard, is actually back in Beck. Michael Beck is going to host his very first show here on our platform with Jeffrey Benedict every Wednesday, Thursday. I'm excited for Thursday, Thursday night, typically around 9 PM Eastern time is when I get to join my, my amigos, the three amigos are back. And that's myself, Dave Schofield and Brian Anthony Davis for the Steelers preview and Friday, the live mic, Michael Beck tackles questions, topics, you name it all by himself. And then on the weekend, Saturdays, a Steelers brunch with Tony. Tony Defio is the host of that show. He's been doing it now for a couple months. Great job. Good job. He does every weekend. And then Sunday is the tales from 2 a.m. It's hysterical. Brian Anthony Davis does it better than anyone that I could ever imagine. That's our lineup. I hate to spend the first five minutes talking about this, but you know, we're re- we're introducing all of this. This is a brand new platform. And so it does deserve the attention. If you stuck with me this long, let's talk about some Steelers football. Today's show is titled Ben Throws. Now what? That's right, folks. The veterans today reported to Heinz Field for this unique training camp during the COVID-19 coronavirus era. And the veterans were the first people on the field. They were doing walkthroughs, nothing intense, no padded practices, no tackling. But they were going through the motions. And yes, Ben Roethlisberger was slinging the pigskin. We saw some video on Twitter. We shared it on Behind the Steel Curtains, many social media platforms. Make sure you check that out. It it looked fine. It looked smooth. It didn't look adjusted either. Sometimes if you watch a pitcher, give you the perfect example. Look at Nick Birdie, who's a relief pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates, who 
had a biceps injury, ended his season early last year in 2019. He had to, he came back, but he had to make adjustments. Jamison Tyon is this another pitcher for the Pirates that has had to make adjustments with their delivery, with their release point, their slot, their their arm angle. Ben's throwing motion looked relatively smooth and relatively familiar. Good news. But that's not what we want to talk about. Ben throws. The Steelers Nation fan base rejoices. Now what? Now what? That's the ultimate question. My biggest question that I want you to think about, wherever you are right now listening, in your car, sitting at home on your couch, having your earbuds in, doing some work, whatever the case may be. The question I want to ask first is what will it take for you to say that Ben Roethlisberger will be back? I'll say it again. What will it take for you to say Ben is back? Will it be one game? He gets through one game. He goes up to MetLife Stadium to play the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. And he gets through that scotch-free. Looks pretty good for someone that's only played six quarters in 2019. Do you say, good, Ben's back. Let's do this. Let's go. Stairway to seven. Chalk it up. Get me the t-shirt out on the strip district. Is that enough? Or is it more? Is it one good performance, maybe? Let's say they do go up to MetLife Stadium. They win an ugly game. They run the ball well. Ben, mediocre numbers, doesn't light up the scoreboard. Are you sitting there thinking, well, they won, but Ben was still, yeah, I don't know. Is that good enough? Probably not. So do you need that one good performance? Do you need that one game where Ben doesn't throw any picks, throws for three to four touchdowns, throws for 300 yards, looks super clean, confident, calm in the pocket, slinging the ball around around the yard in terms of deep throws, intermediate throws, short throws. He's got it all. Is it going to take one of those performances for you to say, oh yeah, not concerned about the elbow anymore, not concerned about rust, not concerned about anything he's back. Is that what it's going to take? It's going to take more games? It's going to take half a season? Is it going to take eight games to figure out whether Ben Roethlisberger's back? I don't know. I mean, when you think about it, you're like, Sheet, eight, eight games? It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. But would it take eight good performances? If they finish eight games and they're seven and one, are you saying they're back? What is it going to take? Is it going to take a big hit? Is it going to take someone getting through the offensive line? Ben lets go of the pass, and right as he gets past, he gets lit up. Hit hard, taken down to the ground, gets up, dusts himself off, and he's fine. Is it going to take that for you to say? He's back. These are questions I can't answer for you. But it's definitely worth thinking about because we all know, if you listen to my show on Monday, you know how important Ben Roethlisberger is to this offense. You didn't have to listen to my show on Monday to know that, though. You knew that as a Steeler fan that Ben Roethlisberger is paramount to the Steelers' success in 2020. Period. I'm not saying the Steelers' offense. He's he's paramount to the Steelers' success. The team, the organization, winning a seventh Super Bowl. It's going to come down to Ben's arm. But that's a question that we need to answer as fans. When is he labeled, quote unquote, air quotes there, back? I think it's going to be different for everyone. It's going to be really interested for me as a co-editor of the website to think, what is it going to take? You know, because we read the comments on these articles 
And we see, you know, if there's a bad performance, I think back to 2017, week five, Roethlisberger throws five interceptions against the Jacksonville Jaguars at Heinz Field. That's when he declared, well, maybe I'm done. Maybe I'm washed up. The fan base agreed. So will they will they jump off the bridge? If <laughs> Please don't jump off the bridge. Will they theoretically jump off a bridge if Roethlisberger comes out of the gate slow? Or will they be patient? These are, these are going to be, it's going to be interesting. Now what? Now what? Here's a question. What if Ben's arm isn't 100%? It's valid. It is completely valid. Think about a quarterback like Peyton Manning. We all know he had the neck injury, had to have that his spine fused. I think he went overseas, maybe to France, somewhere in Europe to have that surgery done. And he comes back with the Denver Broncos and he wins a Super Bowl. But boy, that was not Peyton Manning that everyone else was used to seeing. You know, the field general in Indianapolis, you know, just really dissecting defenses, being the most analytical, brilliant. I mean, it really was brilliant to watch how he would manipulate the defense and understand what was going on. But if Ben's arm isn't 100%, can he Peyton Manning his way to a Super Bowl? Is it possible that a 75% Ben Roethlisberger will actually give them an opportunity to still win? Is a 75% Ben Roethlisberger better than what we saw last year with 100% Mason Rudolph and 100% Devlin Hodges? This is a question. Ben throws, but now what? Now what? So his arm looks fine as he's throwing passes, just eh, leisurely throws. He's not really pumping it in there to his receivers that we've seen. It still begs the question, what if? What if he doesn't have the deep throws anymore? What if those really are a a concern, a cause for concern for Steelers fans as they watch Roethlisberger try to go deep and just cannot do it? What about those deep outs? What about those throws where you're thinking, okay, Roethlisberger always had those throws. You think about those out patterns, the toe, Tony toe tap, Antonio Brown catches on the sideline. What if he doesn't have that throw? Problem is, if you don't have that throw, that throw turns into an interception. Because we've all seen it with guys like Andy Dalton. Um, I could go through a list of other quarterbacks who are known to not have the strongest arms, and they can't put those plays into the playbook necessarily because if it's not schemed perfectly, they can't push that ball into that window or else it's going to turn into a pick six. But what if it isn't? What if his arm isn't 100%? And we don't know if that is or is not the case. To me, it's going to happen when they actually start live practices, when the Steelers allow beat reporters to actually be there in person to watch and actually give their take. Look, I I understand that these beat reporters, whether it's Ed Bouchette, Mark Cavalli, Dale Lally, uh, Brooke Pryor of ESPN, I could go on and on with these reporters that are typically there reporting what's going on in practices at training camp. But they're seeing it firsthand. We are not. This isn't like at St. Vincent College, where you could go by a, a, a thousand people that are there watching in some way, shape, or form, and they're saying, boy, Ben's arm is live. It is strong. He looks great. We're going to rely on the reporters now because there's not going to be any fans. I doubt it ever this preseason. And I say preseason, I'm obviously not talking about games. I'm talking about, I don't think there's going to be a fan fest or anything like that at Heinz Field. So with that regard, what if his arm isn't 100%? Is a 75% Ben Roethlisberger better than what we saw last year?
question. You got to answer that yourself. Last question before the break. What if Ben's arm actually comes back stronger? I say this only because Jake Delhomme, formerly of the Carolina Panthers, then of the Cleveland Browns, bounced around the league, and he's, he's obviously out of the league. He had a similar elbow injury. He was quoted by saying when he saw Roethlisberger go down last year, it was the first thing he thought of was that looks just like the injury that he had. The way that he was gripping his arm, the way he was shaking his arm out when he threw, he said, I could definitely tell by looking at him that it was, if it wasn't the exact injury, it was really close. He said that his arm and came back, he was stronger. And I'm not making this up. You can look it up. He said that his arm was stronger after this injury. So what if that happens? Ben throws. Now what? Holy cow. He is really showing promise. He had a whole year off, basically. His knees are probably feeling better than they have been in over a decade. His elbow, obviously, is surgically repaired. He's had time off. His shoulder probably isn't bothering him. He probably has these the, the aches and pains that come with being in the league and playing as much as he has. Does it mean that the Steelers look at saying, hey, Ben, you're looking great, man. We'd like to give you a contract extension. You might be listening to this saying, oh my gosh, why would they give him a contract extension? Well, number one, if his arm is stronger than ever, we know how effective he can be when he's healthy. And his salary cap hit next year in 2021 is monstrous, over $40 million. So even though he's 38 years old, I could see the Steelers saying, we want to give you a two-year extension. Give us two more years on your contract. We're going to lock you up until 2023. It's going to decrease his cap hit big time in 2021. It's going to help the team maybe sign someone like Cam Hayward. You know, maybe keep some other faces around. Maybe Juju Smith-Schuster. Someone like that. But I think that it makes sense. But you don't know until you see him play. Everything that you've heard from the Steelers, whether it's Kevin Colbert, whether it's Mike Tomlin, now Randy Feetner, is Ben looks good. He looks good. Well, what do you expect them to say? Well, I saw Ben the other day. Boy, he looked like crap. No, you're not going to say that. They're not going to say that at all. They're going to say they're going to tow the company line. Ben is looking good. Everything the doctors have said is good. I would not expect them to show any ounce of honesty if he wasn't good. That doesn't mean I think they're lying. But at the same time, you have to take things at face value. So what if Ben comes back and his arm is stronger? Oh my gosh, mind blown. All of a sudden, the Steelers have options. Now, unless Ben Roethlisberger says, I'm done, 2021 is it. I've, I've had a long career. I've won two Super Bowls. I've been to three. Regardless of how 2020 plays out or 2021, 2021 is going to be my last year. Unless he told the Steelers that, I would definitely expect them to go to Ben if his arm is healthy, if he is back stronger than he was, if he's rejuvenated from an emotional and mental standpoint. And that's something that a lot of a lot of people, Kevin Colbert spoke about this, that, you know, you, sometimes you get caught up in everything that's going on in the season and it just wears on you. Ben had time to kind of relax and to get back. If he's back mentally, if he's back physically, he's stronger than ever. I would expect the Steelers to maybe talk about that. Hey, we want to keep you around. We're not looking to start any other era anytime soon. Not Mason Rudolph, no one else. We want you back for another two years. A lot of ifs there. Those three questions, what will it take for Ben to be back in your opinion? What if his arm isn't 100%? And what if the arm is stronger than ever?
those three questions. Ben throws. Now what? I'll tell you what's up next. Talking about the offense and the inexperience with Ben Roethlisberger right after this break. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Steeler fans, welcome back to Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host here, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. First segment, we talked about just scenarios. Ben Roethlisberger, exactly what, what that's going to look like. Now we're going to talk about how this offense, and when you look at the offense from 2019, there was some promise there. It didn't necessarily always show up in the results, but there was promise there. And then you add some of the free agent acquisitions that they made and some of the decisions that they've made so far, and some make you scratch your head a little bit, but otherwise, some make you think, wow, what is this offense going to look like with Ben Roethlisberger under center? Well, we don't know. Let's talk about it. Break it down by position and talk about the experience level with each player in regards to Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is the field general. And I know that that term gets used an awful lot talking about quarterbacks, but if he is the field general, let's look at the receivers. Okay. Here are the receivers that have no experience. I mean, none zero zilch. The first time they're catching a pass from Ben Roethlisberger is at training camp. At Heinz Field. You're talking Deion Kane, who was an addition midway through the year last year from the Indianapolis Colts practice squad, and rookie Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame. First time they've ever worked with Ben Roethlisberger. That's naturally going to take time to, to kind of get a feel for what they do well, where they like passes to be thrown. You know, you everyone knows what quarterback receivers are all about. Now there's some with like minimal experience. Think about Deontay Johnson. And I, I think Deontay Johnson has slowly worked his way up into a budding superstar category. When people are like, wow, this guy is a superstar. This player could be a superstar. I feel like Deontay Johnson slowly worked his way up into that latter category in, re- in regards of he could be great with the ball in his hands. Give him space. He is dangerous. He is only a training camp in six quarters with Ben Roethlisberger. And let's not forget Deontay Johnson, I believe he suffered. It was a hamstring injury last year in training camp and didn't play that much with Ben Roethlisberger. So he, you could maybe even put him into the no experience other than the fact that he does have last season 
mandatory mini camp OTAs with Ben. It, it, there is some experience there, but not much, not much. The most experience you have are with players like Juju Smith Schuster, Ryan Switzer, and James Washington. James Washington going into year three. Yesterday on the show, I talked about how there hasn't really been a cohesive connection between he and Roethlisberger. Every time you see James Washington doing damage, it always seemed like someone else was throwing the passes. Mason Rudolph especially. Why? Well, they have that college connection. They, they definitely know what each other's doing. That situation with those receivers is going to be something to watch. I'm not worried about Juju Smith-Schuster or even Ryan Switzer when it comes to the connection with Roethlisberger. The others, there is cause for concern. Because, yeah, you could have the best young wide receiving core in the NFL, but if you're not on the same page with your quarterback, that's a problem. And Monday, Ike Hilliard, the new wide receivers coach, was interviewed by reporters on a Zoom call, the typical, now the typical, uh, conference calls that you have. And he spoke about how he is working a lot with Roethlisberger about what he is seeing so that he can coach up his receivers to see the same thing. And that's good news to hear. What about the tight ends? Okay, tight ends, you have Vance McDonald. He has experience with Ben. Very good friends with Roethlisberger off the field. They do a lot together. Roethlisberger has talked about them doing Bible studies, their families, their wives are friends. They have a great rapport. I'm not worried about Vance McDonald as it pertains to Ben Roethlisberger. However, Eric Ebron and Zach Gentry, the other two, or if you want to go to the newest tight end they just picked picked up, I, they have no, absolutely no, none, no experience. Again, Gentry might have caught a few passes last year as a rookie in training camp, and that's it. Ebron was playing uh, for other teams. He was a free agent acquisition. So obviously... That's going to be a situation where, especially when you look at Ebron's folks, it's supposed to be a huge red zone threat. You need to know what's going on at all times, especially in the red zone. The red zone, because the field shortens, there's that extra defender as that back boundary. Everything becomes magnified in the red zone. And so it's going to be really key and see how quickly Eric Ebron and Ben Roethlisberger can get up to speed, because if not, well, that's going to be a shame because I think there's a lot of potential in that connection. The running backs, you might think, well, Jeff, what do running backs have to do with it? Okay, well, obviously blitz pickup is important. Knowing where to go as a safety valve. We've all seen James Conner, Le'Veon Bell before him. They have racked up a ton of receiving yards just based on Ben is in trouble. He turns because he knows where his running back is supposed to be, dumps it off, and now all of a sudden you see a 15, 16-yard gain. If the receiver, the receiving running back, if the running back is not where they are supposed to be, that play doesn't happen and it turns into a sack. So yes, this does matter. James Conner, Jalen Samuels have the most experience with Brothersberger. But you look at, you know, Benny Snell, minimal. He's a rookie last year. Again, said it with Gentry. I said it with Deontay Johnson. They obviously don't have a lot of repetitions with Brothersberger. You look at Anthony McFarland, Kareth White Jr., none. White came in off the Bears practice squad midway through the year last year. No experience. Okay? You see a trend here, folks. You see a trend that is, there's a lot of players now on this roster that don't have a lot of experience with Ben Roethlisberger under center. The only exception to that rule is the offensive line. The offensive line, even though, the, even though Ramon Foster retired, 
is still very much a veteran line with Marquise Pouncey. That is Ben's, they used to call him, that's Ben's ride or die. He is going to play as long as Ben Roethlisberger plays and as long as the Steelers are willing to keep him around. And Marquise Pouncey signed that new contract. He's under contract for the next few years. He, he should be there. But Pouncey is Ben's guy. He hits his center. You just don't mess around with a quarterback in his center. I'll never forget Terry Bradshaw on the steps of Canton, Ohio, saying what I wouldn't give to put my hands up Mike Webster's butt just one more time. And Mike Webster actually came up and snapped in the football. And it's pretty funny, but there's something about a quarterback in a center. That's important. Pounty's back. He should be healthy. David DeCastro, been around for a long time. Al Villanueva, been around for a long time. And when you look at everything else along the offensive line, you look at guys like Stefan Wisniewski, who could possibly be called to be the left guard. But if Matt Filer has played with Ben Roethlisberger before, he has seasons with Ben Roethlisberger, that's important. But then you look at even someone like Chooks Four is not new. He's going into his third year. Zach Banner has been in the system now for a long time. This offensive line is going to be so important for the Steelers, so important for the offense, and so important for Ben Roethlisberger that this is the one area that they should excel. If every other position group that I mentioned, receivers, tight ends, running backs, all have question marks as it pertains to the fact that they don't have a ton of experience with number seven, you should always go back to the offensive line and say when Ben is there, the offensive line typically is elite. Why? The above the neck game, folks. I talked about it on my Monday show. If you haven't listened, go check it out. The above the neck game for Ben Roethlisberger, his smarts. He was not always known as a really smart, intelligent quarterback. I don't think you can say that now. He's definitely changed. He's altered his game. I've talked to a lot of people that actually have interviewed Ben, that have spoken with Ben. My time away from behind the steel curtain was spent with individuals that knew him closely, that have covered him his entire career, and they say that he is a completely different quarterback now than his first few years in the league. His first few years in the league, he was one of those wild gunslingers that would go out there and just fly by the seat of his pants. If you asked him what a game breakdown was or film breakdown, he, he wouldn't be able to tell you. If you say, hey, where's the film room? Ah, uh, he might not know. That might be a little exaggeration. But I think what, you, what you're seeing, though, is Ben is now becoming a more cerebral player. As his physical attributes wane, his intelligence is getting greater. Okay, that's important. That's really important. You look at someone like Tom Brady. I hate to even bring him up. But Tom Brady has seen his physical capabilities start to diminish. That happens. He's over 40 years old, but it's his intelligence and his ability to read the defense that has made him successful well into his 40s. I don't think there's anyone in their right mind that doesn't think that Tom Brady, if he's healthy, doesn't go down to Tampa Bay with those receivers and put up some numbers. That's all I'm saying. I think he's going to be just fine down there in the NFC South right now. Little shout out up up to the man upstairs. Thank you that he's no longer in the AFC. I think I speak for all of Steeler Nation when I say that. But Roethlisberger's had to change his game too. He's had to adjust. He's had to say, okay, what am I trying to do? Because I, I can't run like I used to. My escapability isn't what it used to. So I need to be able to try and get things moving before I get in trouble. He needs to see what's coming. And I think this started, in my opinion, with Todd Haley. Everyone hates Todd Haley. 
Everyone hated Todd Haley with a passion, but I think Todd Haley taught Roethlisberger how he can save himself a lot of harm if he really starts to study more and, and reading what the defense is doing. Randy Feetner, whatever it's Randy Feetner. I, 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 I've called him Randy land on all our podcasts before, but Brian Anthony Davis says it all the time. And I agree with him. The offensive coordinator is Ben Roethlisberger. So if Ben Roethlisberger can kind of, you know, get his act together, if he is healthy, I think the Steelers offense is on the right track, but let's not think that it's just going to be a Roethlisberger returns and all is well with the world. It's going to take work. It's going to take work for all those players that I mentioned that have little to no experience with Roethlisberger. So let's bring this all the way back to start. Let's bring it full circle. Ben throws. Now what? Well, now we get to what we're eventually going to see is, well, what does his arm actually look like? Is he making all the throws? Is he actually showing that his arm could be stronger than ever? Or are we seeing a Ben that is not back to what he was? Will he ever be? Or is it just going to be, this is the new Ben, so to speak. And how will this offense adapt? And how will it change? And how will it move? And what will it look like? Will Matt Canada have an impact with jet sweeps and motions? These are all things. Ben throws, now what? Now is when we can actually start. And I say we as in the fan base, we can start to look ahead and say, what is this going to look like? Could be really exciting. It could be really exciting. But a lot of those questions that were asked in the first segment need to be answered. So thank you for listening. This is the second episode of Let's Ride. I'll be back with you tomorrow on Wednesday. Topic to be determined. We'll see what happens. I think Ben's going to be speaking soon this week. I might have something on his comments. That'll be interesting. Make sure that you check out all of our podcasts. And that's the best way to do that is following us on any of the places where you get podcasts, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, you name it. We are there. Heck, even Pandora. If you go to Pandora and search Behind the Steel Curtain, you will find our podcast platform there. Go check it out. Subscribe, follow, comment, five stars. You know what to do. We appreciate it. It does help the cause. Guarantee it. Remember, check us out. This will be, uh, make sure you check out our PM podcast. It'll be on their audio platform around noon. And then you'll see us live on YouTube every single night. Check us out there on our YouTube station. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for Pittsburgh Steelers needs. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of said website. We will see you tomorrow. Take care. Be kind. Stay safe. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 
18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.